another episode of the Best of All Possible Podcast. I am your host, Robert Weathers, and as you know, we here at Panglossian Productions in Williamsburg, Virginia, have a love for the weird. We love the unproduced and underproduced, and we also love 10-minute plays. And here on the Best of All Possible Podcast, we're going to bring you a brand new 10-minute play every two weeks here in 2019. But it's not just me here. We have a pool of talented actors who will join us here today, starting with none other than Amy Lyles. Hey! <laughs> so, Amy, I know that these days would be far behind you, uh, but we're going to read a play tonight called Barbell. That's B-A-R space B-E-L-L-E. Uh -huh. And I'm just wondering, Amy, would you? <laughs> Did you, in perhaps your misspent youth, spend a lot of time in bars? Oh, what you? Misspent. <laughs> well, let me think for a minute. Why, yes. Yes, I did. Yeah. So do you ever like make friends in a bar or meet somebody new? No, I wouldn't say that was a big thing for me. I was usually with a particular group that was, mm -hmm. you know, hanging out at said bar. So I don't know that I often met new people nor found new friends there. I know that I always went with the same group of friends. I mean, when I was in college, you know, like, for example, Tuesday nights was trivia night, and it was also a $3 pitcher domestics night. Sure. So we, I mean, I went all with the same group of theater kids. I was going to say, I think week. that's fair. It was theater kids, and again, I, when I worked at a, a theater in Palm Springs, I went repeatedly to the same bar with the same co-workers. So yeah, I would say the same thing. Great. Well, we're glad to have you here tonight. And also joining us here tonight is Liz Thomas. Hi, Liz. Hi. So what's up, you old bar fly? You spend a lot of time down at the old watering hole? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you say Liz, you say bar fly. It's, yeah. Liz is like, I went to college, sir. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know, I'm sitting here listening to y'all. I spent uh, most of my time in college in the theater department. You know, it was kind of... My second dorm, even, yeah. So, because that's where we were. And a theater kid, avoiding exactly. social connections? Uh, well, we no, had social yeah. connections. We, had social we just had our own the social department. department. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, but I do remember going to the gay bar a few times because they had the best place to dance. Totally best went to the gay bar. floor. <laughs> yes. And best DJ yep. bar none. Bar yeah. none? Uh, see that? None. See that? And those sounds You're of welcome. affirmation are coming from across the table from Sharon Holland. <laughs> Sharon. <laughs> So not a bar fly. Yeah. Not a bar fly at all. You seem you seem to be really in agreement though of the uh, bar fly. <laughs> there was a place there was a place that I worked after college and that's where we used to hang out. There were about 8 or 10 of us that lived in the house and we hung, we hung out at the local gay bar and it yeah, was totally. the best place to dance Absolutely. and and you felt safe. And you felt Absolutely. safe as a woman in particular, yep. you knew you were not going well, to see, have an issue that's there the thing, often. Even if mm -hmm. you were, in my experience, even if I was like asked, you know, hey, can I buy a drink? And I explained, well, I'm, I'm here, you know, acting as kind of a wing woman. You know, I'm actually, I'm hetero. They'd be like, okay, can I buy you a drink as a friend? And I was like, how polite is this? How nice and welcoming, they right? Nice. It was so lovely. So that, that, that was a trick, Liz. No, There's it was no way not. That wasn't a trick. No, <laughs> don't shatter my illusions. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were genuinely very nice people. <laughs> Well, we're glad to have you all here tonight, uh, and joining us also on the panel, who will not be reading with us tonight, but will be joining in on the discussion, is Ed Whitaker. Hi, Ed. Hey. I uh, would ask you about your prospects at the bar, Ed, but they're known far and wide. So I assume Are I'm they really? <laughs> I was just going to say, I didn't do bars, I did restaurants. Oh, oh fancy. Shoney's. Shoney's. <laughs> 
There goes an alcohol in pizza. <laughs> and the intermission in Norfolk. It was great. Great place. Still is a great place, I'm, I'm thinking. I can't remember if it's still there or not. No, probably not. It's near the I was going to make a joke about like Kahlua cheesecake or something, but it didn't really fall Kahlua cheesecake so. is delicious. Thank you. Yes. We should make one. Absolutely. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to make a joke, but okay. So, anyways, tonight we are going to read a play called Barbell by Janice Butler Holm. So, ladies and gentlemen, those of you who are listening at home or in your car, as you know, this will be a cold read. The actors who are here today have not laid eyes upon this script before. You're giving me a weird look, Sharon. What is it? I was... <laughs> what did I do? I no, you didn't do anything. Okay. I was just trying to figure out how you're listening to a podcast in your car, but that's very. Oh, we all oh, do. Yeah, I do. Oh, oh we do too. Yeah, yeah. not from yeah. the phone and it's drive. Bluetooth. If you don't listen to text uh, to podcasts in your car because you don't know how, ask a friend. You definitely can. Yes. I have friends who know how to do that. That's yes. right. Yes, so, again, we are reading... And you also have friends who don't. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> again, we are reading Barbell by Janice Butler Holm. So, again, once again, this is a cold read, so I'm going to assign the roles to our actors just here. The characters are Ro. That's R-O. She's a young woman in jeans and a shirt. Madge, a much older female bartender, and Bree, a young woman expensively dressed and groomed with a southern accent and a briefcase. So, Sharon, if you would be so kind as to read Roe, Amy, if you'd be so kind as to read Madge, and Liz, if you'd be so kind as to read Bree, a young woman extensively dressed and groomed with a southern accent and a briefcase. Someone who is mentioned but is not present in the play is Casey, who is Roe's partner. I will read the stage directions. Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado or any more hilarious jokes on my part, uh-huh. Barbell by Janice Butler Holm. The synopsis is this short play addresses the partnership of two women and how that relationship is affected by events in a bar. The runtime is about 10 minutes. The period is the present. The setting is a bar. The set is a tall table with bar stools. Props included are drink glasses, beer, wine, wipe cloths, and a briefcase. Lighting and sound are basic. Again, the characters are Roe, Madge, and Bree, played by Sharon, Amy, and Liz, respectively. On Rise, a bar. Roe sits at a counter on a stool, drinking beer. Madge is behind the counter, wipes the glasses with a cloth. So, how was your week, Madge? About the same as last week, and the week before. Same old, same old, huh? Well, there's never much excitement in this neck of the woods. Tell me about it. Casey and I have been climbing the walls, waiting for the godforsaken rain to clear out. Yep, let's rain this time of year. And losing the theater certainly hasn't helped. Wouldn't you know that the only show in town would have to burn to the ground? It's a damn shame. Even if they weren't very good. Madge continues in her chores in silence, and Rose swigs her beer. Enter Bree. She sits on a stool, puts her briefcase up, her, puts her briefcase on the next stool. Hey there. What do you have? I'll have a glass of your best Chardonnay. Sure. Coming right up. Silence as Madge wipes down the glass and moves to get the wine. Hi, I'm Ro. I'm Bree. Bree. You mean like the cheese? No. <laughs> then, like what? If you must know, like the name of the village in Tolkien's Middle Earth. Oh, yeah, the Lord of the Rings guy. 
What's so funny? I'm surprised you know what I'm talking about. Why? I don't know. No, tell me. Why wouldn't I know what you're talking about? You just don't look the type. What type? The type who would know about Tolkien. What, I don't look like I can read? Madge smiles and shakes her head at Rose's question. That's not what I mean. She's swirling the wine in her glass. So what do you mean? Nothing. Forget it. No, I'd like to know exactly what you meant by that. I mean, you don't meet many Tolkien readers in a bar like this. Are you suggesting that just because someone goes to a bar, she's uneducated? Of course not! And so if what's an educated woman like you're doing... And if so, what's an educated woman like yourself doing in a place like this? That's really none of your business. Oh, hit a nerve, have we? Let's see. Now, why would a smarty-pants briefcase type be slumming in a working-class dyke bar? I'm not slumming. Right. And you're not having that girly-girl fantasy of the down-and-dirty dyke who makes you all the things you'd never makes you do all the things you've never done before. Madge shakes her head. Oh, for heaven's sake. The one who knows how to push all your little buttons. The one who makes you quiver and then beg, beg, beg for it. Uh, whose fantasy are we talking about here? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna want a stuck-up little twit who thinks she's God's gift to Bardykes. A southern sweetie pie who comes north to play rough so her friends won't find out. You think you have me figured out. She takes a sip of her wine, savoring it. Of course you'll be wanting her. Because her hair and her skin are oh so soft. Because you can smell her perfume as she moves, and you're hoping, oh, you're hoping, that she's moving toward you. Because she has everything you've ever dreamed of in a woman, and you've never, ever, even come close. For a moment, the two are locked in sexual tension. Rose, suddenly looking at her watch, gasps. Oh my god, look at the time. Oh no, the sitter! She'll be absolutely furious! I'll get the drinks. Casey, you grab our coats. She counts out the money as Bree and Casey uh, grabs her briefcase and rushes towards an exit. Bye, Madge. Bye, Casey. Bye, Madge. See you next time. Bye, girls. Don't forget your umbrellas. Those two. Now that, that was theater. Fade to black. The end. All right. So what we're going to do now is we're going to move on to the portion of the show where we have a brief discussion about the play that we just read. And I want to start with you, Liz, Bree. Tell me, what are your first impressions about the play? This can be something as simple as I liked it, I didn't like it. Uh, anything that stuck out to you? I'd like to see it more developed. Uh, I mean, it, it was interesting to me. I was like, okay, is this person actually Southern? Because there should have been a bless your heart in there at least somewhere. Um, <laughs> totally. And yeah, I, in fact, I almost just, it, it almost naturally sort of just slipped out i mean i i am a southerner so i was just like oh there needs to be a bless your heart somewhere in here but the fact that it's revealed she's not a southerner i was like oh okay well then yeah she wouldn't know she wouldn't naturally just sort of drop bless your heart or oh honey or bless your heart again so i mean yeah it's but i think that it honestly it was kind of a letdown i was like i wanted to see more between these two i i, I felt like more what do you mean uh, there was i mean the build-up was great but then it just was like oh, okay now we're done yay and i was like what just what 
what happened? No, I, w- I want to see more development from this relationship between these two people. Why are they role playing? You know, and Madge seems to, uh, I mean, Madge uh-huh. is like, oh, well, these two, they're the theatrics of the town. And it's like, okay, but so this is a thing apparently, but let's develop that. So I, yeah, right. So do you yeah. think this could have been done? I mean, was this, could that be done in 10 minutes if it's a 10 minute play and that's the requirement for it? Maybe. Was it 10 minutes? I'm not sure how long it was, actually. It's a little short, yeah. Maybe we read fast. The runtime on it does say about 10 minutes. So, I mean, it was was close. I would probably gauge it somewhere around seven or eight minutes. I mean, I think that 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 might be a fun... challenge perhaps for for the playwright because i think that these characters are, are really interesting again I, I i want more because i want to know more about them uh but yeah it did just seem like okay yay we're here and now it's over it's like what yay uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, okay. i agree it, it seemed a little short short right, Amy? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah i think i i think there could have been a little bit more of trying to figure out before we ended up figuring out who they were yeah um it seemed i i i, I wanted more like it was missing a, yeah, a middle kind of like something little, something or other yeah build that tension any thoughts Sharon well obviously Madge was in on it clearly because well, I think yeah, you definitely. all have done this before exactly I don't think yeah. this is your first time that maybe that's just oh. me thinking as Madge I don't know but um, I think you all do some role playing on a regular basis to keep things interesting I mean it, it made it made Rose line about the cheese make more sense because I'm like, wow, that's kind of a rude thing to say to somebody you've just met. But it's wow. clearly they haven't discussed what names they're going to be picking, and she thinks Roe Ro thinks this is a ridiculous name. Oh. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> that's funny. It's the kind of thing I might say to another human being. So like like Brie? the cheese? No. <laughs> that's not Gouda. Oh, Moving on. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Well, Ed, you, 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 were, uh, you weren't reading, Ed, but you were listening from the outside. What are your first uh, impressions about the play? Well, I agree that I, it, to me, it's kind of like a tease. You know, I wanted yeah. to see uh-huh. what else was going to go on in this. I mean, it's a nice little, it's a nice little snippet of an interaction, and it made me think, okay, where's it going to go from here? Absolutely. And that's that's where that's what kind of I got out of that. I almost think it escalated too quickly. Exactly. Okay. I, kinda, Make, I, okay. I think Maybe. that's a sound point. Little. Yeah. But I, again, I wonder if that's because which is why, I wanted, which is a, why I wanted more. Is yeah. because I think and it I think that's, it needed a middle piece because you're right. I think it went from zero to sixty very quickly. So I don't know what the author's intent was in terms of, of making this in a, in a ten minute format. What you know was just picking out a scene of a much longer thing that's already kind of fleshed out in the playwright's mind, uh-huh. or is it something that you know is meant to be in this thing? In which case, you're right. I think it does force that a quick escalation in this. It would take more time, I think. And I, maybe that's in, maybe that's in how you play it in in real time on the stage, you know. Um, this being our first reading, if we were to read it again, maybe we would play with that very thing and sure. make it yeah. later escalation just by the silences that we use. You know, so absolutely, I, I think that the physicality, um, or yeah, just actually seeing the play could add a lot to it as well. So that's true. So uh, do you think that do you think that you would be satisfied or could be satisfied if this was a one scene in a two scene play. So this was scene one. It's about seven or eight minutes. Second it scene. It felt like this is a the first scene in a at least a two scene play. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe even that. A one act, like two acts. I mean, when I when I think one act, I think maybe three or four scenes, possibly. Of course, depending on the length of them. But I, I definitely think that there's more places that this could go, and which is great. Again, I, I want to see more because I'm already invested in these characters. I have a question, Liz. What? What's in your briefcase? 
Lord of the Rings. <laughs> just you just have a copy oh, of hey, hey, Lord of the Rings. Hey, hey, you are talking. Actually, I a uh, part of the reason I'm really invested. No, not only am I a southerner, I'm a huge Tolkien fan. So the fact that like mm. she would, yeah, the fact that she was like Tolkien, I was like, I got this. Let's do it. <laughs> Real southern. You want some Chick Fil A in there like, too? Clinton, like, let's do this. So yeah, I think she's just carrying around maybe from the films, or maybe mm-hmm. she's a purist. Um, you know, I mean, maybe. I mean, you want to get really role playing, right? Maybe she has a costume. Who knows? Elf ears. I'm just saying. He went to elf ears. I thought. I thought. <laughs> I thought Hobbit, and I thought oh, it's not a role play I want to do. But hey, hey. Teach their own, teach their own. no. But I mean, I love how these shorts make your pants look. They're like to really stubby. Woof. <laughs> you know, like a Hobbit. Oh my god. You know what? Fine. Anyway, <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> I'm not making any more jokes. <laughs> That's, no, a but, yeah. Yeah, say, <laughs> that's a lie. That's a lie. No, but I think that I don't know. May, I, actually, maybe there is a costume in there. I don't know. But if this is kind of a role playing, uh, <laughs> I want to know what costume. <laughs> yeah, know, like I said, elf ears. Well, know. I'd love to talk to the playwright about what you know, what her intent was, and mm-hmm. you know, what she was trying to portray. And because there are definitely you have two definite characters here, yeah, very different sure. ones, right? Is she talking? Is she focusing us on the types and how they might mingle in this kind of a situation? Mm-hmm. Madge has certainly got. You know, if we were, if we see this in on a stage, her very personal appearance is going to make a huge difference to her reactions, which we can't see in a in a reading like this. Yes, and uh, for for those of you listening at home, we uh, there there were a number of uh, actions that Madge takes during the play that I didn't read just because it would interrupt the flow but it was I mean she was continuing to polish glasses and smirk. you know look and smirk and I, I got the impression it was just kind of a oh you guys sort of you know <laughs> thing going on you know it wasn't really enough um it wasn't really enough I'm, I'm scrolling through here um yeah, but I want to know how these two they were together. subtle. I mean, like, all yeah. subtle. It was. It wasn't enough. I think, for, or she wasn't stopping and staring. You know, she wasn't gawking to be sure at any point during this. So there's a clue there uh, throughout. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, like I said, they, they're very, like Ed said, they're very, very strong characters. And I, there's that question of, okay, how did these two get together? Was it through role playing? Was it through cosplay? Well, you know, in the, you, when you said role playing the first yeah. time, I didn't as read, hearing it. I didn't think of the idea that these may be two women who come in here and do this. Yeah. Oh, that's what I think they do. Well, you said that, and then I went, oh, boing, okay. Also, um, I think it's a, true. I think it's a regular thing. What about the sitter? I just remembered the sitter, the babysitter. Yeah, there's a babysitter. Can, yeah, they, that's uh, how you guys can come out and you know. Do yeah, these well, that's the thing. Do they have kids together? Is are Probably. they even together? But that's the, are they even together? Or so, is Casey? Do you, let me see. I totally think you guys are a couple, and this is how you spice things up. Yeah, they after may be a couple. But eight years of marriage, shall we say? Well, are they married though? I mean, that's the thing too that you could also explore. It's like it says well, Casey's partner, but it's also you know. Ka- I mean, yeah. So so at the depends on which state you live. Either, either way, as it turns out, at the yeah. end, Casey is there, and Casey right, right. has witnessed all of this because she says Casey. Yeah. Get the get the briefcase, right? Or something along those lines. Yeah. But it says Brie is Casey. Brie is Casey. Oh! I was going to say, help. Oh. Oh. Let me help you out here. Brie right, is Casey. Welcome to the podcast. We love you. It's fine. Wow. Yeah. No, but she is Brie. We're guys. We didn't get it. <laughs> 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 uh, no, but I mean, but that's the scene, too. Seriously. 
Is that there's there's so many different directions. I'm getting so excited about this play, but there's so many different directions it could go. So uh, please write more. There you go. And send it to Panglossy. Yeah, I think, I think some of my comments plug. actually still fit, even though I didn't know they were really role-playing, so... <laughs> that's my male ego kind of you know oi, oi, oi. Oi. Itself. Well, things uh, you learn on the podcast thank you everyone for joining us here today let's make sure to thank Janice Butler home for her awesome play Barbell and thanks to Amy Lyles, Ed Whitaker, Sharon Hollins and Liz Thomas and of course the sound techs who shall not be named thank you very much if you want to get a brand new 10 minute play every every two weeks make sure you hit that subscribe button you can follow us also at Best of All Possible Podcast on Facebook and if you're interested in what's happening with Panglossian Productions make sure that you follow, uh, visit us at www.panglossian.org thanks for listening everybody bye, bye.